Welcome back to your daily dose of Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today's episode takes a peek into my Tai Chi world. It's mostly about learning how to teach someone a new skill and the challenges that come with that. It's also about me realizing that sometimes the student can help the master to remember the path. Sometimes the lessons of Tai Chi go well beyond the classroom. Check it out. And something kind of weird happened yesterday at Tai Chi. I've got uh, like 11 different forms that I do okay. in Tai Chi. And it's taking when you me, say forms, you're... It's, it's almost like a, an orchestrated dance. Or in other martial arts, they call them kata or pinyon. And what it is, is it's a sequence of steps that you do in a very specific order and at a very specific pace. And like we have one called 24. And there are 24 different moves to this form. But there are actually about 200 moves to the form. Because but you have two, to go from one to the other. Exactly. And right. and so you're repeating some of those 24 moves among the 200 you're doing, but there are only 24 unique moves in it. So I'm doing this form called Chen. And Chen is one of the oldest forms that we've ever learned. And it's very martial. It's very, it's more violent than the other ones. There are punches and there are slams of your fist into your hands and kicks that look like you could really do damage in real time because we're not slowing them down at that point in the form. And I'm doing this form with a guy I've been doing Tai Chi with for probably about five years named Jeremiah. Great guy. Works for Seminole County School System uh, and is like their chief engineer. Uh, I'm sorry, Seminole State College. And so uh, we're doing this Chen form and I've got this, I've had this form for about two years, a year and a half, and he's still learning it. He's got about 20% of it done and about halfway into what he's been working on, he starts doing different stuff than I'm doing. And I'm like, "Um, hang on, Jeremiah, show me what you just did again because I'm not sure that that's right. And he shows me again exactly what he did. He duplicated it. Clearly he's been taught this. He said, "That's that's what Shufu taught me. Shifu is what we call our teacher. Yeah. It's Chinese for teacher. Yep. And so I said, um, Shifu, could you come over here and talk to us about Chen? And I have Jeremiah do his form and master watches it, nods and says, yes, that's right. And I said, okay, that's very different than what you taught me for that form. Is it a different form? And he said, no, it's the same form. Show me what you do. And so I do what I do and it's very different from what Jeremiah just did. And my master who has been in the martial arts since he was six years old, literally was given to the martial arts master to learn so he could become the champion he became, uh, looks at Jeremiah and looks at me and says, Bob's right. I'll fix that. Like I was, I assumed I was wrong. It was a crazy thing to assume it, but because you know, Every once in a while, I forget things or I do things wrong. Or every once in a while, he teaches me something different than he's taught other people. And then there are corrections. But this was a big mistake. It was like he left out maybe 10 moves. And him just saying very disarmingly, Bob's right. I'll fix that. It was just a, a moment of liberation. It was also a moment of like shock for me. Because I never anticipated that I would disagree with my master and then have my master turn around and say, you know, he's right. You know, so I, it was, it was just this moment. And I know it's weird because I look for praise from this guy and I've told you before, he doesn't really offer. I mean, the best you ever get is it's good. And with that tone too, it's kind of like, well, you have to admit it's good. It's good, but you know, you yeah. can do more. Uh, and I think that's <laughs> part of the motivating factor. Right. But so I, I was for one moment teaching the teacher 
who has been letting me teach, by the way, which I love. I, I, I think I was meant to teach Tai Chi. I, I have to get my orientation right because when you face a class, you have to do everything opposite. It's like Ginger Rogers oh, dancing yeah. with Fred Astaire, you yeah. know. Um, but but that's, you know, that's a doable skill. That's workable. I'm practicing it. And eventually I will be able to teach people by myself. Well, that's great. I think I'd like to teach under him first, though. I think I'd like to let him be my mentor in the process. co-pilot. Yeah. So if someone corrected you mm-hmm. in Tai Chi and improv or anything else, do you have that same reaction? I, I would open it. I would openly consider that I'm wrong. I, I almost always do. That was kind of the issue with this one, right? Was that when I went into it, I was almost assuming I probably have this wrong and he might need to reteach me since he's teaching him right now and is really fresh in his mind. You know, I wasn't thinking that my teacher has got, you know, probably a hundred different forms in his mind and every once in a while they get screwed up and he has to reteach you stuff, you know? So I, I like to think that, that I would, how would you respond if, if I don't like, know his reaction though, to being wrong was like instant. Boom. He had to, he had to understand both first. He didn't just look at what Jeremiah did and said, okay, that's wrong. Uh, you know, show me both. He did look at both and he considered it. And then he decided knowing what he knows that, and he goes, he goes, I missed a lot of steps with you. I had missed a lot of steps. So it turned out to be a beautiful something that started out as a little uncomfortable. Well, he has to have a certain amount of humility or a lot of humility to be able to do that too. Like instead of, I'm thinking like, oh, well, you know, I taught you a little bit differently. So you're going to have a different interpretation of it. But, you know, like trying to make almost excuses for myself. Yeah, And and he didn't, which was disarming. Yeah, I I liked that about it because it was just like, well, I now realize that I didn't do that right. And and I will fix it. And and he will. He's been, he's a great teacher. And that's one of the things that I really want to learn is one, the pacing of how much you teach someone, because I'm constantly teaching people more than they can handle. I'm, I'm trying to ratchet back the sheer volume that I feed into audiences that I work with and small groups that I work with, because I have so much content to share and only so much time. And sometimes I'm trying to cram too much into that space, but he knows exactly when to stop. When we you know when he's giving you too many moves, I keep wanting to say to him every once in a while, "No, I don't, I don't want any more. Don't teach me any more right now, because I've got a really rough handle on what you just taught me." And he just keeps teaching me until he knows that I've got what I've got. Well, and to be able to communicate in that way, because you're not writing stuff down, even if you see a diagram, mm-hmm. it probably is health or even a video. You are remembering choreographed steps. That's it. And that's a different way to learn, Mm -hmm. right? Than I think a lot of other ways like learning math or uh, learning how to read or anything like that. It is. It's very much like the word of mouth lore kind of thing. Although with modern technology, I do download videos of other people doing these forms mm-hmm. and see what they look like and feel like. And I actually had the video of the Grandmaster Chen, one of the originators of the form, doing the form. Uh, and, and, you know, so I could have said, well, I remember Grandmaster Chen did it this way. But I, sometimes different masters teach different ways. You got to be open to that stuff, you know, and sometimes they teach different ways to different students of the yeah. same form as I've learned. So because sometimes people learn differently or sometimes it's, you forget pieces and parts. It's a fact. We have one student, Vivian, who tra- tries to stop him and say, no, don't teach me hands and feet together. Only teach me feet. I want to learn the feet first. Then I'll learn the hands. And he's like, no, <laughs> this is how you learn this. It will be much I, harder to learn the feet. Oh, a hundred percent. It's like, oh no. We're not doing 100%. it. hundred <laughs> percent. Weird. So, but he's very patient with her too. You know, he's kind. Yeah. It's, I, really I appreciate it. that. It's me, Nick. Thanks for listening. 
Bob is already a teacher on so many levels, and I'd like to think I dabble a little bit as well. Thinking of myself as a teacher instead of a mansplainer also makes me feel better about myself. Have a great day. <laughs>